Welcome to volume number 90 of the Middleway Newsletter, how we can find more flow each and every day. I'm Christian Champ. This is the Middleway Newsletter. It is a place where I write, explore, share, and invite you along for the journey. If you enjoy the newsletter, please share it with your friends. How we can find more flow each and every day. I felt lost. I felt lost in the moment. I felt lost in the mountain. Hiking the Sierra Madre Oriental Mountains with family and friends helped me get lost. The good kinds of lost. Our short hike turned into a multi-hour adventure going up and down hills. The power of the group pulled and pushed me to keep moving and lose my sense of self. We were a group and we were the mountain. The boundaries of us converged into a large we. Flow is always there for us to grasp, ride, and hold on to. We need to cultivate the conditions for it to thrive and come alive. We don't need a mountain to hike, ski, or climb, but nature is helpful. We don't need a group, but community assists in the process. Creating the conditions. The first step in finding our flow is to create the conditions. Think back to the moments that you find yourself in flow. How can you help manufacture them and provide the conditions to help you slide into flow? How can you create a runway to flow and increase meaning in your life? When we create sacred spaces for sacred practices, we ignite flow. Common flow triggers include movement, our mind and body, nature, music, and substances. Coffee, please. The flow cycle consists of four states. Number one, struggle. Number two, release. Number three, flow. Number four, rest and recovery. We want to make it easier to get through the stages, to hit stage three, where we perform at our best and feel our best. Here's one roadmap to find more flow. Number one, rest and recovery. The conditions for flow start by being rested and recovered. The better we sleep, eat, and create emotional stability, like breath work, the more primed we find ourselves for flow. Think about days when you wake up rested and ready and how that lets you conquer the day. Number two, routines and rituals. Anytime we do things repeatedly, we can create a sacred routine and ritual around it. This routine and ritual preps us mentally for the tasks and lets us drop in more quickly. Routines and rituals push us through the struggle and release phase by greasing the tracks. We can use simple movements like meditation, reading, or a walk to help light our flow cycle. More challenging tasks can involve more profound routines and rituals, including uniforms, practices, coaching, and community to help us thrive. The more we stack our flow triggers during our rituals, the easier it is to find flow. Meditation plus journaling plus music plus coffee equals flow. My morning routine consists of meditation followed by journaling while listening to music and drinking coffee. This primes me for flow from that jump and lets it bleed in to the rest of my day. 
Flow follows focus and routines and rituals help us to enhance our focus. Any good routine starts to push us into the flow state. When our routines grow stale, we need to remix them and begin again. Number three, challenging ourselves. Flow thrives when the challenge to skill ratio is tuned just above our current maximum efforts. We wanna be at the top of our ladder, reaching up slightly beyond what our fingers can grasp. When we face too little challenge, things get boring and the flow fades. We also stop flowing when we get smashed by a challenge that is beyond us. The easiest way to do hard things is by increasing our exposure to them. And when we turn up the dial on our challenges, we drop in even deeper. Number four, more flow equals more flow. Flow is additive. Two plus two equals 10. When we set up our lives for more flow, we create more flow throughout the day. That is the power of the morning ritual to start our day off with flow. We then carry those accumulated flow points into later parts of our day. We become the Russian river. Number five, change when we block flow. When we find ourselves dragging, we reset with a walk, breath work, exercise, or play some, some tunes, or maybe stacking all of them. This pushes us back into the mindset we want. The person you don't like dealing with at work, what happens when you change your orientation to them? How much time does it take to find another path to make the interactions palatable? The commute is always a struggle. What happens when you reframe it or approach it differently? These subtle moves may not unleash flow at the moment, but they can help us get more of number four. More flow equals more flow by stopping the conditions that drain us. We wanna clear the river of debris that block our flow to get it back to rushing. Number six, keep searching for our flow triggers. Lastly, we need to always be looking for new flow triggers. When do we feel those epiphanies? Who are the people that help us unlock flow? What are the environments that create it? As we notice these peak moments, we want to build on them. We want to add them to our bag and put ourselves in those positions more frequently. At the same time, when triggers diminish or go dark, we need to experiment with new ones. We are constantly changing and we need to follow our changes. How do you want to re-rack your day to create more flow?